Welcome back to the JDC Podcast. Welcome back to the JDC Podcast. Welcome back to the JDC Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the pod. Hey, JDC. We got Steve. Boy Steve in the building. Shout out JDC for having me on. Appreciate y'all. Facts. Survival of the littest. Yes, sir. Know what I'm saying? Peep the hoodie. Peep the hoodie. Yes, sir. So it works. I was looking forward to this one. So, like, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what was your upbringing like? So, I grew up right here in Somerset. Uh, yeah, I've been through all the Somerset schools from kindergarten all the way to, to high school until I graduated. Right. I wouldn't say, like, Somerset's a nice... We, we got ups and downs. We got the money. We, we got a little bit up there by the, by the high school, but I'm going down. More than I miss it for where yeah, we A couple streets down from where we got home. Mm-hmm. So I'm there by the high school. That's where like the rich people live, and we more a little. But I was just saying, yeah, yeah, on the skirt, outskirts of um, Brunswick. Yeah, I'm on the, if you cross my street, I can walk two streets. I'm in Brunswick. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm right on the border. But I'm not gonna claim like, oh my god, I was over here struggling. Like lights right. was off. You know, mm-hmm. like, this we we run a okay town. You know what I mean? Right. And, the way I explain it to people is like. We're from the poorest part of the richest exactly. county. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's that's a great so, explanation. We're not rich, rich, but we're not Brunswick. Exactly. I was I was literally just coming from Princeton down today, and then from Princeton you see the signs are just like "Welcome to Franklin." Even though these houses, I'm like, "This is Franklin too." Like it's kind of weird. There's some parts that there's people in Franklin never never even been down in these parts of Franklin too. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna act like I was over here struggling like we we was good for yeah. I was good for the for the most part. But it's not like as a Hispanic household we wasn't like, Oh yeah, let me get the new Jordan that's coming out next week. Right. Yeah, it, right. was, it wasn't like that. We was mm-hmm. in the middle class, like real definition of middle class I would say was my upbringing for sure. I feel you, I feel you. I feel like when it comes to like people upbringing, like you never really notice the things that you don't have. Exactly. What could be bad for someone could be great for someone else yeah. you know so it, it kind of varies the only thing like uh, if i wasn't in school seeing what other people had i would never know i was missing anything yeah. you know what i mean true if i don't if i don't walk into school and everybody else got the nice kicks and i didn't have one like i didn't notice until i got to school you know what i mean when you get to school is when you notice what you're what you're lacking at your house but when you're at home i ain't lacking anything you know what i mean right. food's on the table lights is on water's hot Right. Bad comfy, bro. You know what I mean? But that shit like really hit me. Like, damn, there's a big difference between like what we got and what other people got. Um, the prom for the middle school is the name of formal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I went to formal, because you know they yeah. had to drive in and they would leave you at the uh-huh. front door and shit. We pulling up, I'm looking uh, at people's cars. I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers got nice ass cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, for like, real, bro. I remember when I went to formal, bro. I just pulled up on some fucking dumb ignorant shit, bro. Everybody was rocking like a suit, tie, dress, very formal, bro. I, pull, I pulled up in some ga- uh, some khaki shorts, <laughs> some khaki cargo shorts with a polo, like a what's it called? A, a fuck, a nautica polo. <laughs> a nautica motherfucker on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out my boy. <laughs> bro, I pulled up like that, bro. That's crazy, son. Bro, I feel like there's there's like pros and cons to the, mm-hmm. to seeing what other people got to, you know what I mean? Because at home, you don't know you lacking nothing, and then you see what everybody else got, and then you bring that same thing home, like, oh, like, that's when you start asking for stuff. Your mom, like, you wasn't asking for shit like that. Yeah, Jordan's, 
Boy, how you lost your mind? Are you crazy? 220? <laughs> Two twenty? Two what? But until you until you see what other people got, that's when you start wanting it. You didn't want it before you saw it because you didn't even know that shit exists. I wasn't. There's like two ways you could go with that too. Like coming up and seeing that, you could either be a hating ass motherfucker or that shit could motivate you. Exactly. And you could see like, exactly. damn, they got. The, I want that. I exactly. want to have that shit, and I'm gonna have it. But bringing that bringing that home is when when you start clashing like. Why can't I get this? Why can't I get that? You know what I mean? But that's that's because you want what somebody else wants. But we know that now. But when we was kids, it's just like, yeah. I'm trying to be cool too. I'm trying. I'm trying to have what they having. And I feel like you you take you you mold that into what you want to mold it into. If it's hate, if it's motivation, that that's on you. You know what I mean? Was there ever like a shoe that you always wanted? Like oh my God. Uh, the Bread Elevens for sure. Bro. The Bread Elevens was like the craziest shoe to me. It was like when I thought of Jordan, I thought Bread Elevens. And then it's crazy because like around that time, like elementary, somewhere in like the the lower grades, they came out with them. Mm-hmm. Everybody had them. Everybody had them. I'm over here like, bro, this is the craziest sneaker of all time. Like, I'm asking for it. my parents like. <laughs> <laughs> Not even if it's your birthday, like that shit is crazy. They made the price tag because it was selling out and then reselling. Not as much as crazy as reselling is now, but they was doing it at a lower extent, like as we were kids too. Mm-hmm. So even them better loving that first is going for like they, people was camping out of stores for them for them type of sneakers. Right. You know what I mean? So. Right. Mine, shit, bro. Carmine sixes. I'm not going. Carmine on. sixes. Carmine sixes is dumb for. I had a pair of the infrareds. Yeah. What I always you? wanted. I always wanted the uh, defining moments sixes. Mm-hmm. The ones oh, that are like black like with DMV. the gold. The DMV. Yeah, the, the DMV. Yeah, uh-huh. they made those not too long ago too. And the crazy thing is about the Brad Elevens is like those one of the shoes when I did get some money, I'm like, oh yeah, that's gonna be the first ones I get. And when I finally got my hands on them, it was probably like, probably like last year maybe. Mm-hmm. I was, first time I got my hands on I was like Man. it was like it was like the, when you satisfy like your inner child you know what I mean nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it made like it made like my inner child happy like I finally got what I couldn't get you know what mm-hmm. I mean but like after you got them how did you feel oh like I felt like I felt like I made it even though I didn't make it you know what I mean I felt like I made it just cause like it's not even like now I have it in my collection like, like I barely I barely even wear them you know what I mean but it was just like it's more like uh like a mentor, or a yeah, trophy like or something story. like it's not. It's not because like, oh my God, they're the craziest sneaker of all time. But it's mm-hmm. like I remember if my like younger self wanted these kicks, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna get these for him. You know what I mean? So yeah. I got them in the collection. But it's not like oh my, I'm drooling over them nowadays. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So transitioning like from sneakers, I know there was a certain point where you started reselling as well. Yeah. What was that time period? For so you? at the time where I was just like. I was I wasn't reselling like crazy, but I was really just flipping on the side just because I was working part time. You know what I mean? Because we were still in school and stuff like that. So there's only so much there's only so much you can make at a part time job, and there's only so many hours you could work when you in school. You know what I mean? This is high school times. Mm-hmm. So I'm over here trying to get my first car and shit like that. So I'm like, I got a couple sneakers, but like the main goal is the main goal. You know what I mean? Like there's some stuff that I'm getting for me, but the main goal is always like a whip. So I just started whatever we we would get in. I'm a job full locker. Shout out full locker, the crew over there. I, when I first started working there, whatever we would get in on the side, and I get and I didn't really need it. I knew like the car was a bigger goal. I was just like let it go to the side, post it on the story and stuff like that. But I never went 
as far as an extent like to try and make it a business or not like I mean, that. What like, you mean when y'all would get on the side? Like y'all got free kicks? No, but we we would get discounts or mm-hmm. like whatever was left over that people didn't want or stuff like that. Like Damn, we would get yeah, we would get like dibs on them. You know what I mean? Right. So it's before. Before putting them on the wall, if I wanted it, I'd be like, yo, let me just get my size in that. And if I didn't really need it, then I'll just end up letting it go and just take the, the little mm-hmm. profit from it, put right. in the savings, you know what I mean? Right, so you're a piece of shit. <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> He's like, that's smart, though. He's like, that's nigga that wanted it. It's your fault. It's your fault. Nah, that's funny as hell, bro. I mean... What's that, like, snake culture like? Because just based off of your tone, I could tell, like, you're passionate about it. Like, yeah, that was, like, before the clothing stuff, that was, that was like, the first love that I had. But I couldn't, I, I had it, but I didn't have it to the extent that I wanted it just because we weren't as fortunate. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... It grew over time more when it was getting when it was getting closer and closer. Like I literally started working in sneakers and stuff like that. So, just the sneaker stuff was more like a like a like a step to where I'm at right now because mm-hmm. the love of the sneakers was like first, and then it like died out once you like get every, once you get everything you really want. You feel yourself in something else. You're like you gotta move on to the next thing. So I feel like if anything, the sneaker stuff was like a from kid to like and then we moving on to like the next thing type of thing what's the longest period of time that you went without buying shoes she I even like kid times because I went many years without getting any brand new kicks you know what I mean but once I started getting it like getting my own bread probably like the longest hike probably goes like four or five months before they drop something mm-hmm. where it's like, damn, gotta yeah, I got a copper. I've been waiting too long type damn. of thing. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy, but I'm not paying like what everybody else is paying, like, like resale price. Nah, you know, yeah, if, if I'm over here buying these J's for like resale price every two or three months, right. yeah, 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 you're going to start seeing that in your bank account. You know, you're, you're probably paying like 180 to 230, 240. Yeah, yeah. No, no more than, no more than two, 220 yeah yeah like uh 11s drop for 220 so no more than that unless it's like a like a birthday gift to myself or some crazy stuff like that but like nothing nothing too crazy I, i'm not i'm not that dumb yeah yeah that me so from shoes you got to clothing now and you started your own brand i want to know how you came up with the name and what is the name for the people listening so the brand it's called Survival of the Littest, which is like a, it's a play off the phrase Survival of the Fittest, which a lot mm-hmm. of you probably know. It's like, you gotta get, and you gotta get everything within yourself together to be at the upper echelon, you know what I mean? To survive, so Survival of the Fittest, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Survival of the Littest is like, Littest is like a slang of our generation, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a play off that, and then the abbreviation of Survival of the Littest is sold which is sun in Spanish, so it kind of plays into the little, my Hispanic yeah, side, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm an August summer baby, so the sun, sun kind of correlates to that. So I had a couple, like, before the brand actually launched, I was, it was years of just like, maybe one day, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. those late night thoughts, you like write a couple things down in your notes, like it was one of those things. So anytime I got like a little, like a little light bulb type of thing, you little write in your notes, so. I had um, 
I had a couple names, but Survival Lettuce is like, it just, for the reason that I just told y'all, like, it just ended up fitting with me, you know what I mean? That's exactly what I was hoping for, bro. <coughs> I was hoping that he would be like, oh, yeah, this is exactly how I came up with the name. This yeah, it's not like, oh, yeah, I saw it on the internet. And yeah, that's how he said my name. It just sounds cool. Yeah, like, I just hit name generator. <laughs> Random. Thank God it's not that, because it took a lot of years, so I, I had a lot of time to think about it. I was just going to ask, bro. You said that you, you had late-night thoughts. Like, how long ago did you have the concept of it? So, when I would go back, I was looking, right when I launched the brand, I started actually looking back to, like, when I would write these stuff down. So, it was probably, like, like 2019, like, early 2019, before COVID. So, I was, like, probably, like, four years ago. But I'm just now moving on to my one-year anniversary. So, I was thinking about it four years ago, but, like, there's a lot of factors on why I didn't pursue it. Like, if it's bread, if it's, like, being scared, if it's, like, thinking it's not going to work out, you know what I mean? So, I was, like... Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. So it was like one of those like ideas I had, but I never ran with it until like a couple of years ago. You know, what I mean? it was one of those factors. Um, lack of skill. Like, did that ever get in the way, or were you just it was, like, fucking? I'm just maybe, kidding. maybe not lack of skill, but maybe lack of creativity. So I'm not, I'm not an artist. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But art plays a lot into clothing because yeah. if you want to be a good clothing brand designer you can't just slap a logo on everything you gotta like, come up with a design you gotta come up with a design i'm not no artist so that was definitely one of the, the thoughts that was like pushing me back from going out it was like okay i got this one idea but once this drops what else am i gonna think of you know what i mean like you you know how like writers have writer's block yeah if i run into like creators block, if you want to call it that like i'm not nobody's buying nothing if I'm not making nothing you know what I mean mm -hmm. so that was definitely I'm not a, I'm, I know my skill I know I'm not an artist mm -hmm. so I'm creative but I didn't know what level of creativity I had if it was good enough to start uh, a clothing brand if you know what I mean are you working with anybody? right now? yeah well I have my cousin shout out Darlene she runs my she runs my social media and my website mm -hmm. so like when it comes to like website creating and stuff like that like obviously I get to say so I right. I decide everything but she's really good with like the the presentation and like mm -hmm. the website making you know what I mean I could I've, I could obviously do it on my own but if I know I could put out a better product with somebody's help yeah. you know what I mean that's what that's the route I went to and for my first uh, drop for my first tee I did reach out to a graphic designer just because I was um I was a little shaky on how my artistry skills were, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I gave him a mock-up. It's my design, completely my design. But when you send it to somebody that's a real artist, real graphic designer, they could tweak things and really, like, make it come to life. So, yeah, so you give them, a, like, a, blue, a blueprint, and then they, like, pop it out, you know what I mean? Yeah, you get him like, the flower, and he yeah, made the fucking cake. Exactly. So it's not like... It's not like yo, I need a, I need a T-shirt like make it for me. You know what I mean? I definitely like this is what I want on it. Mm -hmm. Make it real, and then I take that, and then I, and then I actually end up making it. But yeah, I've gotten, I've gotten, I pick and choose where I want to have help at. You know what I mean? Because I don't ever want anybody to say like, oh, you know that guy? Yeah, that's because of me. You know what I mean? You're like, nah, definitely not. I pick find and choose the designer. The designer I definitely find on TikTok. TikTok was like. TikTok is, like, the main, main thing. When it comes to, like, clothing, there's so much free game on there, bro. There's, like, so much free game on TikTok. So, 
they'll give you like a clothing brand designer just because he wants his page to go more viral he'll just give free game out to mm. everybody so there's a lot of free game on tiktok but you pick and choose like who you want to listen to you know what i mean because if you yeah. take everybody game you're gonna drive yourself crazy yeah. like if i take what you say i take what you say i take what man's down the street says i'm gonna drive myself crazy you know what i mean so you pick and choose who you think is giving good game out you know what i mean and then i ended up finding like a connection through somebody on tiktok so yeah Damn, bro. That's interesting. So, could you take us through the whole process from, like, conception to putting, like, your clothes out? What oh, does yeah. that look like? For sure. So, at first, I had to get past the the thoughts of what if it don't work, like, the scary stuff, like, mm -hmm. the funds and stuff like that. So, that's what took, like, the longest. But I got that push because of my sister, shout out Smiling at Kelsey, mm -hmm. and Darlene and them. They're like, yo, like... You could do it, like right. why not? Why not you? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Why not me? So if any, system, yeah, exactly. Right? My support system right? was the one that pushed it. Cause if not, I feel like it would have been one of those ideas that just died in your notes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody might have stuff mm -hmm. like that, like ideas that just die in your notes. But you know right. what I mean? There's probably an overwhelming amount of people that have that. Yeah, like, but sometimes all it takes is like a little, like a little nudge, like come on, like I'll. I'll make your I'll make your website if you ever do it. You know what I mean? Or let me help you make a logo. So that's what that's what really started. It was that little push I got from my support system to get past the the little like mm -hmm. thoughts in the back of my head. Yeah. But once those thoughts got pushed out the way, first thing was like making a logo. So it's like I already knew the the names out the name of the brand I was gonna go for. So now let's make something that's gonna be representing it you know what i mean because at the end of the day you can make a thousand designs but people are going to recognize you from your logo yeah that's true so my goal with the logo was more something that i don't want to be the guy that throws my logo on everything but eventually in the future once i gain everybody's respect for being a good brand then i could throw my logo on anything so like uh like an essentials and essentials could throw their stuff on a blank hoodie everybody's gonna buy it but they had to gain that respect from the ground up to now be able to do that you know what i mean so i was thinking in the future i need to be able to do that so i need a logo that's going to be simple prominent could be thrown on anything and still like be clean so i got the logo with the help of, of my cousin darlene shout out ninth vision and then we got the logo out the way and then out of nowhere once the logo was out the way it was like it was like my head just started rolling it was like mm -hmm. uh, like a like an engine i didn't have any like designs or anything i knew i was gonna go off the bat with because i didn't even think i was gonna start it right away you know what i mean right. so once the logo got done it was like the motor just started going and going How long and going from making the uh, logo so like the whole thing. the like the weeks, de months? the design my first design for my first t-shirt was made probably the next day after Damn, I, after my logo was made okay. just because like everything just started clicking yeah, it's like, like it's like, real now once i saw it i'm like yo this is real like, i could really i could really do this mm -hmm. so i start dabbling in the design dabbling in the designing and then that's the first design just because it was my first design i didn't have the full confidence in it so mm -hmm. that's what i took to the graphic designer but from when i made the logo the logo was probably made in december of 2020 2021 
December 2021 was when I was messing around with the logo, but my first T didn't drop until September of 2022. So you were still in like high school and you were Yes. So this. 10 months 10 months later from when I made the design is when the shirt dropped. Wait, how old are you? I'm 19 right now. Oh, I'm 19. Shit. I thought I thought he was like in the same grade as us, like nah, our year. I'm 19, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I always hang around mm-hmm. these dudes. Shout these dudes. These dudes are some real ones. We get onto that. We get yeah, that. Yeah, it was like, like oh, yeah, when we, COVID happened, I'm like, oh, so like senior year. Yeah, these these Damn. dudes is real ones. So when I got into the the design process, don't let people like tell you that clothing brand designing is easy. It's only easy if you don't care about what you're putting out. I feel like that's Elaborate. the main part. I could tell you like, bro, you can make a clothing design and you can have it out in a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people will be buying yourself in a week. But it's not going to be quality. It's not going to be a, a solid design. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The whole reason it took me so long to, from when I got the logo, before it took me so long because of my thoughts. But after I got the logo and I knew it was real, it took me so long to drop just because I knew I wanted to put out some quality stuff. You know what I mean? I don't want to be the guy where when you think of Steve, you think of, oh, that cheap-ass clothing brand. You know what I mean? Like, that was not how this was about to go. So my that was the main priority. If I'm gonna put something out, it's gonna be quality. Is not gonna be no bullshit. So I was ordering stuff like every month. Mm-hmm. I was getting like samples, Sample. in, like blank T-shirts in. Yeah. So the process of it is more like you order a T-shirt online. Like somebody somebody online says like, oh, it's a quality T-shirt. You wait like two three weeks for it to come in. You touch it, this shit, mm-hmm. and then I gotta go back find a new one. Mm-hmm. It takes two three weeks to come in comes in the mail you're excited you open it, you touch it this shit wow. you know what i mean so you you basically reached out to a lot of different manufacturers exactly exactly looking on them? was it through like tiktok as well looking on tiktok looking on youtube looking on instagram twitter like everything social media everything but asking for other brand designers help you know what right. i mean because i was still I, I wasn't announcing that i was dropping Nothing like that. You know what I mean? I was keeping everything, like, on a low. So I was like, I'm going to do everything on my own mm-hmm. first, and then we can make connections after that. So just every month I was trying to get samples into something that was something that was quality, something, a vision that I had in my head, like, yo, when people put this on, like, it's going to be good shit. Mm-hmm. And then it took me, like, that long amount of time. It took me, like, six six months to finally find, like, that my first tee that I really Damn. messed with. And then... We got to come to life, but then you got to get into the the website making, then you got to get into the Instagram, then you got to get into the promotion to get some followers on your Instagram, mm-hmm. then you got to make a sample so people can see what they're about to buy first, you know what I mean, like, I could always, like, mock something up, like, on Canva or whatever, you can mock something up, but to really get people's attention, like, it got to be on my body, like, this real. You know, yeah. I'm wearing it. You know what See I mean? How it looks like on I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna wear it with. Mm-hmm. So that takes to get a sample in person. That takes a couple weeks. So it's a little, it's a little bit of a process. But if it's really what you want to do, you got to be in it for the right reasons. You know what I mean? So that's how the the first T-shirt came out to play, and then I just got like hella genuine love, and then with that love, it just we just started to keep it rolling. You know what I mean? So we got how many drops did you have? So, so far I've had two drops. So, in my first year, I had my t-shirt that I pretty much opened the brand with, my first tee. And then when February came around, 
I dropped my first sweatsuit. So it's a hoodie, this hoodie right here. Mm-hmm. They got a back design, and then it came with um, matching sweatpants. So mm-hmm. we're two down, and then we you we got a pipeline, bro. We're working on something right here. So the so the work. Ooh, so, damn. so oh, that's, gonna be the that's fire. That's fire. So we got that in the works for the end of the uh, end of this month at least. So that's that's what we looking like for the next job. Damn, where, bro? That's fire. So going back to um what you had said. So once you found your manufacturer, then you created your website, and then what was next? So first, the website. If you got somebody that could really like go crazy with the website, that's like the least of your worries. If you're not doing it on your own, you know what I mean? And then finding somebody to put your design on a shirt and like not let it be bullshit. Like, like for, printing it. The yeah, printing it. Exactly. Oh. Finding a, a quality printer that you could trust was another headache. So I ended up going to uh, this first guy that I found. Damn, no free sauce. You will never know. <laughs> this, bro, this first guy that I found, I I literally had to get my first sample from the mall, like those mall kiosks. Right, because yeah. I'm like, I'm so antsy and I can't find nobody to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to see this with my own two eyes. I got to see if this design like even looks good. Good on a shirt before I like go follow through and show everybody it, right? Mm-hmm. So I go to the mall. I get it on the tee, like, I'm like, yeah, like, all right, now I see it's real, like, we could do this. I keep looking for, um, I keep looking for a manufacturer. Uh, I promise you, a lot of guys that start their own clothing, man, they, they can't say they went to the mall kiosk to get their first oh, tee. Yeah. It's crazy, but I ended up finding this first guy. I took him my mall kiosk sample. I'm like, bro, I need it just like this, like, right, just right. do it just like this, you know what I mean? But I can't. You can't do it at the mall, you know what I mean? Because that one tee will cost you $45. The mall don't care how many you're doing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, every tee you're doing is $45. So how am I giving you $45? I'm trying to sell these shits for $45, you know what I mean? So you got to find a real manufacturer. You can't go with the mall guys, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I bring this to this first manufacturer. I'm like, yo, just like this, exactly like this. Don't change nothing up. You know what I mean? I feel like this story's about to He's like, all right, like yeah, like it's right here. It's easy. I got it. I got it. It's right here. You know what I mean? How can I fuck this up? I'm like, where? He's like, all right. So, how many do you have? Like, how many are you trying to make? I'm like, oh, like you can't just do one. You know what I mean? You can't just do one with them because they're not about to do their whole print setup. Put the ink on the machines. Put it down and work for one shirt. You know what I mean? Like you gotta have a quantity up front for for him. So I'm like, all right, let's just, let's do like 30. Let's just start with 30, see how it goes. So now I'm, I got 30 shirts, my money in 30 shirts, and then I'm giving him half, which is a deposit, of what he's about to do for me, you know what I mean? So now I'm money in with the shirts and money in with him for his labor, you know what I mean? So he's telling me, all right, like give me like a week or so. Week comes, he's like, oh, like, oh, like give me another day. I'm like, all right. Another day comes out. Oh, well, uh, it should be ready tomorrow. Like, well, come tomorrow. Pull up on man's. At the time he says to come, shit not ready. He like, oh, like give me like, give me like two more hours. Right, right, I'm right. like, well, I'm gonna go bust a move. I'm gonna come back. We're gonna be done. 
I'm just excited, you know what I mean? It's my first drop. Like, I'm just excited. I'm oblivious to the unprofessionalism that he's showing me. I'm just excited. So I come back in the two hours, and this shit is the wrong color, Damn. the wrong size on all these shirts. Right. So now if I'm, I showed him a, a baby blue like this, mm-hmm. my boy gave me that navy blue on that, on that sign right there. I'm like, I look at this, I'm like, bro... And on the small, it looks fine, you know what I mean? Because it's this size on the small. Small is a small shirt. But then he keeps the same size on this extra large shirt. So now everything bigger than the small looks goofy. So he's just taking, like, the same exact picture, the but, same, like, 8 by 8 and then putting that in every exact size. He's not sizing up. But as a professional... Him, him being a professional know. Sh- should know better. Yeah. Me, as an amateur, you would say, didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. So these are like trials and tribulations that you go through before you mm-hmm. could get to like some some success. You know what I mean? But then I'm like, bro, this is ain't this ain't it, bro. Like you got a lot of my bread. But then I realized, like when I came back two hours earlier, that's probably when man started this work. Like he probably just forgot about it. Try to rush it in these two hours, knowing I'm coming back, and then just try to give me some bullshit and try to get off on me. I'm like, nah, this this ain't it. Like, I can't put this out. Like, I could put it put it out if I was in there for the wrong reasons. That's five hundred dollars of my money. You know what I mean? Y'all better buy this shit off me. You know what I mean? Like if I'm in it for the wrong reasons, but that's not I'm that's not what I'm in it for. Like, I'm out. I'm trying to put out quality stuff. Like it's not about the money. It's really not. So if I wanted to sell it, I could. But I'm like, I'm not doing this to nobody because I wouldn't want nobody to do that to me. You know what I mean? So and I'm gonna having a back and forth with him, I'm like whatever. Coming back the next day, and then I'm like, bro, you know what you did? This is what I showed you. This is not what I showed you. And he's like, all right. So he ended up refunding me for that. So that was the right. yeah, that was the first that was the first like trial that I had to go through with the right. brand. And then I ended up. That's when my hand was forced to ask for like somebody else's like tips you know what i mean so my hands was forced i ended up reaching out to somebody else i knew that ended up um with their own brand they put me on somebody that they trust Mm -hmm. and then that's who i ended up rolling with and been steady with for the time being but there's some trials and tribulations you definitely got to go through but i always say like you got to be in it for the right reasons or it's not going to work out for you you know what i mean you ever thought about doing it yourself like, like printing them yourself, printing. manually. I mean, I've seen it, I've seen it, but I feel like there's a reason why there's professionals, and then there's a reason why mm-hmm. I, I do what I do. So, if I could definitely try it, it's gonna like be a a big learning curve and an investment. You know, what I mean, trying to cut out that part of it, mm-hmm. but that part of it doesn't hurt me enough to like really need me. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like the people I got do a great job. And they don't try to one-up me, like, try to, like, kill my pockets. You know what I mean? So, it's like, they take a lot off my plate not having to worry about that. So, I'm not really forced to, like, really try to learn it myself. Yeah. Like, I'm doing just fine. That makes sense. Like, how, how I'm rolling right now. But in the future, that could definitely be a possibility. I know Chris. Yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, Chris. Shout out, shout out Chris, too, for being my first model on the, on the tee. That ended up being a, like, a, a really, that ended up being, like, you when you first start stuff, like, you like, oh, this could be good, and then mm-hmm. it ends up just over-exceeding your expectations, you know what I mean? That was definitely mm-hmm. one. Every time I drop, really, has been over-exceeding my expectations, because mm-hmm. I don't, 
I don't think like, yeah, I'm about to break the world every time I drop, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, like, couple people probably going to fuck with this, you know what I mean? So and then it's the just amount like, of, like, traction that you're getting is over exceeding your expectations. Yeah, exactly. The amount of love, traction, orders, like, definitely exceeding my expectations. Because I've never been the type to be like, I need to get this amount of people to like my stuff, you know what I mean? It's always like, I do, I do it for me. Like, right. to really start off all this, I really do it for me. At the end of the day, when I make a shirt and I put it on, mm-hmm. that that fills my heart. Like, like that's all. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all I need. That's literally all I need. So that's why I always say like I don't do it for the money. Like mm-hmm. I do it because I generally like what I do. You know what I mean? Right. And just putting it on, knowing I made it, I'm good. Like that fulfills everything that I need inside. You know what I mean? So and how do you go about advertising? Advertising is more like like shoots. You know what I mean? I try to uh, get photo shoots, get content off, off that, like behind the scenes. Uh, bro, you yeah. gotta take this from the start. Like, how did you get the photographer? Who is the photographer? Who's working with you? So my team, models, where you getting them yeah. from? My team right now is, is just strictly like people that I rock with, like mm-hmm. just people I rock with. Ain't no strangers. Like I'm, mm-hmm. oh, like I need your help with this. Like no, ain't no strangers in my. In my team right now, so it in the, fam. the website I already shout out Ninth Vision Darlene. That's my social media. That's my website. That's my advertising in that sense. And then I have my personal photographer, which is Anthony's sister. You know Anthony. Yeah. Shout out Anthony. His sister's Paola Paola Diaz. PMD Images. That's my personal photographer for my brand right now, mm-hmm. and she's been killing it every shoot. But she's been doing stuff like that's that's like fan for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. We were shooting when she went out. When she first started with the camera stuff, I was there. You know what I mean? So she was there when I first started with the clothing and stuff. So it's like a hand-in-hand, like right. yeah, Batman and Robin. You know what I mean? Are you there while they do it? Like, um, oh, yeah, you know, I'm telling them how to pose oh, and yeah. that type of I'm, stuff? I'm there for it from beginning to end. I'm there the whole way through. It's not like, all right, let me give you this shirt. Like, y'all go shoot with it and send me what it look like. Like, nah. Mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm picking who's going to shoot. For me as well, those are everyone that shot for me is my people. Like my first T was Chris and Izzy. Shout out Izzy, and my second drop was Anthony. Shout out Ant and my sister Kelsey. So every time I drop, it's like people that I mess with. It's like I make those type of decisions because I'm there from beginning to end. I, I don't take no shortcuts in that sense for sure. Like my time is invested into that. I don't need to save no time. Like have somebody else handle my business you know what I mean? vision. exactly because then you could explain it to somebody like what you want but yeah. it's, they're never in here and you then know they put I mean? the they, same size on every shirt ex- and make a little yeah, shit like when you, exactly you can always speak your vision but like if you're not present trying to get your vision like to come true is not going to come true you know what i mean you definitely got to be present in what you're mm-hmm. trying to push at least Cause you're like the quality control. You're there to make sure that shit is exactly how you want exactly. it to be. They're gonna I'm do not, their best, but yeah. it might not be. It might not meet your expectations. Yeah, I definitely nitpick right. at stuff like Same that. Shit. Like, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not posting a blurry picture. Like, if I see a picture get taken and your sh- and my shirt's wrinkled, like mm-hmm. you're wearing my shirt, we're trying to promote the shirt. Right. I'm gonna come up and I'm gonna fix it. You know what I mean? Like, can I ask you something real you quick? That like that. So, so like, with a lot of like like brands like really popular popular brands like Yeezy for example mm-hmm. 
And like ultimately, once you get up to that point where a lot more people, your brand is a lot more popular and people are buying it. Yeah. How do you feel about people like, y- y- like you see Yeezy like being rocked by like some really like corny individuals, right? <laughs> so like, how do you feel about corny motherfuckers or like, how do you feel about that? Like, let's say they're rocking a soul shirt and that shit got like a coffee stain on it. Cheeto does. Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, stuff like that is not what I wear. <laughs> you know, like present repost share stuff like that but anyone that buys my shirt anyone that buys anything that i make i got nothing but genuine love for anyone because that's like at the end of the day if i sell something for fifty dollars a lot of people had to work three hours four hours to make that you know what i mean so i like if you're a corny individual you can be whoever you want but if you're spending your hard-earned money on what i'm making like what i made in my room type shit like mm-hmm. i got nothing but genuine love for everybody that that supports me but yeah. when i pick and choose to repost on my page if somebody's like on some on some nut shit like nah probably not because i'm pretty picky with what gets done. yeah what gets done what gets posted what gets shared and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i got no problem with shout out corny niggas man yeah <laughs> Yo, so speaking of, like, future and whatever, like, where do you want to take your brand? Like, do you want to take it, do you simply want to have it as streetwear, or do you want to ever push for a luxury type of brand? No, we definitely, definitely in the future is, I don't want to be stuck in a box, for sure. That's definitely one thing that I never want to be put in a box, like, oh, this guy just only puts out stuff that relates to his name. Or this guy only puts out stuff with his logo in the middle of it. Or this guy only puts out streetwear, like... I don't want nobody to put me in a box because like I said before I do every everything I make is for me first mm-hmm. so I'm gonna make whatever I feel like making I don't want anybody to think that I specifically make streetwear like if I feel like one day I want to make a compression tee for the gym because I work out mm-hmm. I'm gonna make a compression tee for the gym because I work out you know what I mean whoever buys it buys it like that that doesn't float my my boat what floats my boat is I get to make what I love, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I definitely don't want to get put in a box. If I want to make coats next winter, I'm going to make coats. If I feel like I want to make gym wear next summer, mm-hmm. I'm going to make gym wear. Like, I definitely don't want to be put in a box. If in the future I could dip my toe into all these different types of clothing, like luxury, like swimwear, like compression, gym stuff, like I would definitely I would definitely do it if I feel like doing it, you know what I mean? I don't want anybody to just be like, oh, he runs a streetwear brand that only drops graphic designs. Like right. nah, definitely not. I don't want to be put in a box. So then speaking of that, what makes you pop from other brands? What makes me pop from other brands I would say is just the just the authenticity that I bring, you know what I mean? Like, ain't nothing that I, I put out is, like, with false intentions, you know what I mean? I put out stuff for my soul is because, like, even my name is intentional. Everything I do is intentional. Like, nothing I do is fake. I don't show no fake love. Mm-hmm. Everything behind my brain is, like, super real because I make it for me. Like, if I put out something, it's going to come from my heart, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of people out there that they'll just follow a trend. So that's where I feel like that's where my brand is different from. So if the Barbie movie is taking out the whole world, it's like the biggest movie in the world, this graphic designer is going to make a graphic design for Barbie, you know what I mean? But I'm not I'm not here to chase trends. I'm not here to make something that the next guy wants to make or what 30 people are going to like. I'm here to 
do what's real for me. I'm not here trying to. I don't wear bucket hats. You'll never see a soap bucket hat. You know what I mean? Not no no hate to nobody that wears bucket hats, but I'm just that's just an example. You know what I mean? I'm not here for no like fake stuff. That's the difference between my brand. Like people are out here just trying to grab money. You know what I mean? They'll just throw a logo on a bucket. Yeah, throw a logo on a bucket hat, but you never seen the clothing brand designer wear his stuff. You know what I mean? You made you made that bucket hat so you can make a band. But you're never going to rock that bucket hat. So what you got going on with your brand and what I got going on with my brand, we're on two completely different roads, you know what I mean? Because everything with my brand is going to be rocked by me, loved by me first before it goes out to the world. So that's why I feel like my brand is different from a lot of other people's brands. So what's your ultimate goal? Like when you're gone, when you're not on this earth anymore, what do you want to leave behind on your brand, your company, or whatever direction it is you choose to take this in? Just being respected by masses for being skillful, not for who I am behind the brand. You know what I mean? I only want people to buy my brand if you rock with what got put out. Don't you don't need like to feel that you gotta buy this because that's my brand. Like Steve's my guy. Yeah, I show love to everybody, so there might be people that feel that way, but I don't want to be known that way. If you know what I mean. Like, when it's all said and done, mm-hmm. I want to be known as the guy that really put out some hard shit. You know what I mean? Put out a successful clothing brand from the bottom to the top. Right. And known as someone that's not trying to grab money, like, putting out real shit and being a real guy behind it. That's it. I'm not trying to beat out the next guy. Like, right. I, I care less about the next guy. I show love to the next guy. You know what I mean? I Before I put out my brand, I bought pieces from everybody I knew, you know what I mean, purposefully, because I want that, I want the energy that I'm putting out in the world mm-hmm. to come back to me, not because I need it, but I feel like if I'm over here shitting on other people's brands, mm-hmm. mine's going to get shitted on, so I just want to be known as the, the guy that's real, put out a real brand, and took it from the ground up, I'm not here trying to kick nobody off their pedestal, that's all I want to be known for. So you don't feel any like amount of competition between any of the people that you bought from? I mean, if it's if you want to use the word competition, if anything, it could be friendly competition. Like I see what they got going on, and I'm like, okay. yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, damn, that was hard. Like, mm-hmm. or damn, he's putting out six drops in a year. I'm 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 just starting. You know what I mean? Maybe in the future, I'm gonna see it as a I gotta top this guy, mm-hmm. but. I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm the I'm the rookie right now. Like I'm I'm rookie. I don't need to be trying to chop LeBron's head off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just starting. So I see everybody else that's doing anything, and I get I get motivated by it. So if anything, it's it's more like a like a friendly competition kind of thing. Not I don't think anybody should be like, oh, wait, what he got going on? You know what I mean? I don't see it in that way. I I look I look up instead of down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely like a friendly type of competition i'm not trying to shit on nobody else what they got going on you got any collaborations in mind working with other brands um only collaborations that i have in mind is like just working with people that like are in doing good in their field like Mm -hmm. this is a collaboration you know what i mean that's all i'm looking for like jdc and soul dropping next summer jdc that's it that's oh that's the only type of things i don't i don't want not that I don't want, but I don't feel the need to do it right now just because I'm, like, fresh, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't need uh, 
this guy collaborating with me or like oh can you please uh drop something with me so i get a little push like i don't i don't want handouts like i don't want handouts i want to be known for the guy that got it on his own but i've always been that way i don't i don't like handouts so the only collaborations that i want is like genuine stuff like this like podcast pushing you guys you guys pushing me you know what i mean uh Photographers, regular photographers, they pushing me, I'm pushing them. Like, mm. genuine stuff like that. Like, um, people that make websites, people that fuck with logos, people that host pop-up events. Like, mm. just helping uh, helping each other out, but I don't need, a, like, another guy's logo on my stuff just to give me a, a little push. Like, nah, I'm not looking for anything like that right now, at least. Mm. Uh, do you have any other, like, brands that inspire yours? For sure. Just the... The brands that I rock with, honestly, like, I compare my my stuff to like the quality that I'm that I would like to have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when I look at shorts, I like like Eric Emanuel shorts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of like um, Instagram designers that that I be looking at this stuff. I'm like, yeah, they like they doing their thing. You know what I mean? So there's nothing that I'm like, I wouldn't. I I just like to. If anything, I'm comparing, like, the quality I want to get to. Mm -hmm. Not, like, uh, I want to be just like anybody, you know what I mean? But, like, if I'm going to put out socks, I'm going to try to replicate something out of it, like a Nike sock or mm -hmm. stuff like that. But not try to, like, copy anybody or anything like that. Just high-quality brands, I'm just trying to match quality. Like, that's the number one thing with my brand right now is just quality like i really want people to know i'm not putting out no cheap stuff just to get one up on them because there's a lot of people out there that do so if they if they're putting out a tee it could be a hard design like they really worked hard on the design and then they put it on a three dollar gilding tee so they could sell it for 45 and pocket the 40 you know what i mean but if i got a go out my way to go hard for a design and then put it on a 12 dollar t-shirt and only make $20 off the shirt, mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. Because I'd rather make a smaller amount and people be like, damn, bro, you did your thing with this right. quality, which I've gotten since I've started with this stuff. Like, the quality is, like, the first thing that people compliment me on, which is all I need, you know what I mean? I'd rather do that than try to make an extra 15 bucks a shirt and put out some, some bullshit. So were you always so like business minded, like even growing up or I was always business was definitely always the on the front of my mind just cause my oldest sister, she started her own business. She had she was doing nails. So everyone since she was a kid, she's nine years older than me. So ever ever since she was in like her teenage years, she was bringing people to the crib in the basement, like how we got this going like in their own and getting their own nails done in the basement you know what I mean so I saw that from the start not from my parents because they were just like working hard trying to get us to be good you know what I mean but like for my sister that's that's like the first thing you always look up if you have like an older sibling that's you're cool with you definitely look up to your older sibling so she had her own business at 13 bringing people getting their nails done make her own money and then when she was 18 she opened up her first salon like on her own like so business was definitely what i saw and like what i that's what i admired so when i was going up in like the school years i was always 
like attracted to the the marketing classes and the finance classes and stuff like that like I knew that's definitely what what uh was intriguing me like when you're when you're growing up you start seeing like ah, that one's not for me like, ah, maybe it's not for me like stuff like that and business has always been the one like the front like that's it's always been calling my name so that's what I ended up that's what I ended up falling into and that's what I ended up going to school for as well so I just knew that I was going to be like prominent and it was, I would I would give that to my sister for showing me that when when I was a kid that's probably why I ended up where I ended up you know what I mean is there any advice that you could give to anybody that's thinking about starting their own path in anything not just a clothing brand but any type of business yeah for sure I would the main thing I would tell anybody is just try it <laughs> like just try it just dip your toe into whatever field that you're you're thinking about because like you 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 know what I'm saying like you sh you miss every shot that you don't take you know what I mean right, right. there's no way I know if my clone brand's gonna work if I never started it mm -hmm. there's no way y'all knew this was gonna work or if it wasn't gonna work if y'all never sat down and started it you know what I mean right. so you I feel like people are so scared to be known as the person that didn't work out. Like, Damn, but, just give up entirely. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I don't want to be known as the the person that started doing lashes and then fell off, you know what I mean? But yeah. instead, they don't realize that you're not remembered for what didn't work. You're remembered for what did work, you know what I mean? So, like... These 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 rich the richest man in the world they got like thirty successful businesses nobody's like yo y'all remember when Bill Gates started that telephone company and that shit like went bankrupt in two years anybody talking about that you know what I mean like nobody cares if you started a a phone repair company and then next year you're like nah fuck phone repair I'm I'm gonna go be a barber like no one cares when you're a successful ass barber. No one's going to be like, yo, you remember that one time you were trying to be a phone player? Like, yeah, that, that was a terrible idea. Right. Like, no one does that. You know what I mean? So, I would always tell people, like, dip your toe in and stop being scared of what people are going to think of if, in case it doesn't work. Because no one cares about if it doesn't work. They only care about if it does work. You know what I mean? So, that's, that's what I would say, at least. Damn, bro. I feel like... I haven't spoken to Stevie in years. Like, same with Chris and Jerry and all them, because that was, like, the group that that we initially had in Ant, too. Shout out to Ant, feel me? Um, bro, you seem to have just grown so much from the last time I've seen you, which was my senior year, 2019, right? So, like, damn, bro. It's just great to see how you've grown so far, bro. Like, I appreciate bro, that. Real shit, I appreciate bro. that. I appreciate that. But, like, with this guy, like... Always when I was a kid, there was always older people that was, like, bringing me in. So, there's always going to be, like, those old heads that's like, yo, get that kid out of here. You know what I mean? So, I, I always say, like, the reason I am how I am now is because I always had older people that embraced me. You know what I mean? Right. But it takes, like, a real like a real guy to, like, not judge anybody because of their age or shit like that. But, like, really sit down and chop it up with them and if they cool they cool you know what I mean yeah. so that's how I ended up being cool with Chris and the other Chris and Ant I was like a freshman these dudes was like juniors you know what I mean yeah but they were never like the type of guys that was like yo get this dude out of here like this kid's like 14 like why is he in the car with us right now you know what I mean but that's always happened to me as a kid just cause I had 
I've always been around my older sister, so I, I always had a level of maturity of someone that was older than what my age was. So I'm not. So you know I'm, how to connect with people. Yeah, I'm, I've never been the type of like kid to go around an adult group and like sit in the corner not being able to like have a regular conversation. You know what I mean? Like I always saw myself as an adult, even though I, when I wasn't. You know what I mean? I always saw myself as like I could I could sit at this table, even though there was probably times I I shouldn't be sitting at that table. You know what I mean? But I always saw myself as right. that. So even though I was fourteen, I was hanging around with people that was seventeen. When I was fifteen, I was hanging around with people that was eighteen. When I was a freshman, I was sitting at the senior tables. Like it's always it's always been that way. But probably because I had I'm the youngest of three, like of two older sisters, so I was always around like maturity. I was never around. Immaturity. I didn't have 30 friends in my class. I had 10 friends in my class and 20 people in the classes above me. You know what I mean? So guys like this are real ones because they never they never just kicked this the dude out guy. just because it was just because it was kids. You know, bro. Since you were like brought up basically around people older than you, was there ever anything that you feel like? you saw too early in your life? Like, anything that kind of left you with, like, conflicted feelings? Saw too early? Damn. I don't think... I don't... That's a that's a negative? Yeah, that's like something that low-key left you traumatized. I wouldn't say anything, like... Traumatic? I, I wouldn't say anything negative. Like, anything I could think of was, like, maybe, maybe I wanted it too young. Because I saw older people having it, so that could be like a negative. Like I'm over here thinking I wanna, like I wanna have a bank account, I wanna have a credit card. I'm like 14. Right, right. There, there's times where like you see stuff like that that could be seen as negative. Cause like, slow down. Like yeah, you're around older people, but you're not there yet. You know what I mean? So the only negative I can think of is like wanting stuff, or like trying to do stuff that wasn't for me yet. You know what I mean? Like, I, those times I probably had, like, slow myself down. Like, yeah, I want I want a car. I want I want to be, like, my oldest sisters and stuff like that. But I'm like, there's times where you got to slow yourself down. So that would probably be the only negative. But I think there was way more positive from being around yeah. older people than, than negative, I would definitely say. Because mm-hmm. once I got to the age of being able to do what the older cats were doing, like, I was planning on it. Like I was, I was planning on yo. When I turned sixteen, the day I turned sixteen, I'm, I'm gonna get myself a job. I'm gonna get my bread. Cause if I'm around nineteen year olds, if I'm around dudes like this, it'd be like yo. Let me hold, let me hold five dollars. Like nah. If I'm gonna be around these dudes, I better be going to get it my damn self. If I wanna be older, I gotta, I gotta be on the same type of time these guys are on. They getting their money. I'm not about to be the kid that's broke. You know what I mean? So you had a credit card as soon as you turned 18, right? As soon as I turned 18, hey, I had a credit boy. card. Before, before I was 18, I had a credit card. I'm thinking, cause How the fuck? I needed, I forgot what it was. I think I needed some repair on my car when I was 17. Because I got a car right when I was 17. Like mm-hmm. I was, Anything that was like, you needed an age deadline, I was planning on it. Like, I was planning on it. When I was 16, I was saving for when the day I turned 17, I'm getting my license and I'm driving my car. Like, I'm going to have my car already. You know what I mean? So I think I was 17. I probably had something messed up in my car, and I needed the the bread. And then my mom gave me her credit card, and she's like, like she knows how I'm responsible. I'm business savvy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she's like, just keep it, like just keep it. So when the bill come in, like turn name on the card, but I know 
that's my card. You know what I mean? Like if it's a if it just a discover card, when the discover card comes in the mail, she'll just grab it. She'll put it in my room. You know what I mean? Like it's mine, even though it's her name, because I I don't have the age to get my own. Mm. It's it was mine because I was using on whatever whatever I needed to use it on type of thing. That's the first thing I did when I turned eighteen. I got a credit card. And I and I separated my bank account from her That's account. The second so thing was, <laughs> so they didn't see what the fuck you got. The same day I pulled up to the bank. I was like, Yo, could I do this without him? They're like, mm, The only way it would be if you opened another account and then transfer it, or you could get him to sign this form. And I was like, Ah, right, he gonna sign the form. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Give me give me out from anything that's that. Not that I thought he would take anything. Yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. you know. I just want to have my own shit. Exactly. Yeah, they don't need to know when you have it and when you don't have it. Exactly. Right. So, bro, something that I, like, a really big thing that I noticed from speaking to you is that you have, like, a get it on my own type of mentality. Yeah, for sure. Like, where did that come from? It might, I feel like it might just be from not having it. You know what I mean? Like, not, I'm used to asking for stuff when I was a kid and not being able to get it. So, like, when I'm able to get it on my own, why am I asking for it now? Mm-hmm. I was asking for it as a kid because I couldn't get it. Like, I'm asking for the new clothes because all my clothes are old and everybody coming in with the new clothes for the year. Like, I'm asking for a new backpack. I'm asking for new kicks. I'm asking for all this different type of stuff. So why would I start asking for stuff now when I could just go work hard for it? You know what I mean? Everything is... Once I started working, it's like, bro... You got to get it yourself. Like, there's times where I've been, like, my mom's like, bro, let, let me pay for your lunch. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, thank you, though. Like, go, go, go take that. <laughs> you look, bro. Yeah. <laughs> let me get you some lunch. <laughs> go take that for your lunch. Like, I'm, right, I'm right. good. I'm working. Like, if I have it, I don't, I don't need to take it from nobody else. Especially, like, my mom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like t- taking, t- taking money or, like. Need, needing anything from someone unless I'm like that's but that could be a con too like I've had times where I've waited until like the last minute where I'm like really in a hole on something where I asked for help and then it could have been like a split second fix if I would have just told them last week like for example if if um you lost a watch and then you're like damn bro now I gotta get a new watch you start thinking about how much bad you're down and then three weeks later you're like my, I lost my watch. And she's like, oh, like, it's right here in this cabinet type of thing. So there's a lot of times where it's like you keep stuff to yourself, but I feel like that might be like a like a man thing. You know what I mean? You, you like, you, yeah, you don't want, you don't want to take somebody's hand out. You know what I mean? That I feel like that could just be like a man thing or that it's might like just... like pride. Yeah, like a pride thing. Like you don't want it to be like, oh, they're holding my hand, dragging yeah, my shoes. Like, I, I don't, don't, want to do I don't ever want it to come back and bite me in the face. Like, if I let my parents buy me uh, my first car one day when they'll be like give me your keys that's never happening to me because I never took uh, I never took your handouts like, I pay for all my stuff if you take handouts is when you give people the ability to have a a one up on, on you and I never want to have I never want to have anyone to be able to have a one up on me you know what I mean like if if I uh, took help from somebody else that's doing this clothing stuff in the future they could be like yo you remember that one time I did that favor for you? Like, nah, I don't need no one-ups. I don't need no handouts. So, something about, it might be like the man pride thing, or it might just be like not having it and asking for it when I was younger and not being able to get it, that nowadays I just don't like asking. Like, I don't need help. I work hard. So, I don't have to ask for help. I don't know if y'all feel the same way. Like, when it, I don't know if it's a pride thing. I don't know if it's a... 
upbringing thing, but I don't think anybody. They're all the same. Not anybody, but there's probably a lot of guys that's like, if someone can help me with it, why not ask? You know what I mean? There's probably a lot of guys out there, but I'm, I hated asking for help. That's the thing. Like, if I wanted something, I'll take it. If I wanted, like, a damn. Makes me sound like a thief, bro. Asking my mom for a candy bar. She says, nah, I'm stealing that shit. I'm taking that shit. It's my candy. I've taken mad toys, mad candies. I remember I went to Disneyland one time, bro. They had these uh, these pins for like $15, $20. Bro, I would grab them by the handful. <laughs> Just because, bro, what do I look like as a kid paying $20 per, per pin? You know? I remember I stole somebody's chain. It was on the school bus, bro. They were lagging and I took it. And they'll never know. But it's like something about hearing and like hearing no, like that's like the worst word in the dictionary. Like when you can't do nothing about it. Yeah, like when you when you end up taking a long time asking for somebody's help and then you ask and they're like like nah I can't even do nothing for you. That's like I don't. I don't like hearing no. Like, and I don't like shit getting thrown back in my face for sure. Mm-hmm. Like as a kid, we heard enough of no's. Like, oh, let me get this. Like, nah. What are you oh, doing to network? Network mm-hmm. like with other people. Yep. Other I'll, people in your industry or in a field relating to it that could aid you with it. So networking, I would definitely say like I have peers in the school I go to. I go to Rutgers Business School in Newark. I would say I have a lot of um, connections out there. I would say there's a lot of, like I said, I showed a lot of love to other brands around before I even started mine, just so I get like a feel of like how this stuff works and stuff like that. So I got a lot of clothing brand designers that I would consider like friends of mine, you know what I mean? So I network with people like that, and then I have stuff in the future like events that I want to be able to um, participate in exactly to be able to network even further but other than that like just showing love is like a, a great word uh, a great way to network like if it's genuine you know what I mean it's not like I'm in everybody's DM that that does something like trying to get a network in you know what I mean like if one day there's a open spot in the event next to me I'm gonna think of someone that was showing love to me you know what I mean so it's not only like networking like I have to make a connection with you but like if I show genuine love with whoever I'm showing love with like one day it might come back around as a like a networking connection you know what I mean I was gonna ask bro like we had this other girl talk to us a little bit about networking but what does networking mean to you is it simply just a genuine connection or like do you do you see it as a business opportunity every time I feel like networking can be really forced like I don't in, in my eyes, networking really doesn't have to be that force. Like, if you introduce yourself to somebody that you know they got something going on and you know you got something going on, like, just you introducing yourself and making yourself remembered, that's automatically a network, whether you know it or not. You know what I mean? If I go up to a, a random guy at school and he got a, a detailing business and I'm doing this, and I chop it up with him in class, like that's a network. Like if if I ever think like one day I I need this detail work done on on a on a whip, I'm gonna think of him. And if he ever thinks of, I gotta get some shirts for my. Crew. I gotta get some 
some tease or I'm going on vacation, he gonna think of me. So even when you don't think it's a network, it's a network. Like there's there's a lot of people that are like trying to force that. It's really not as hard as as they try to make it seem. Like oh, let me go to this um, let me go to this uh, career fair and shake every person there's hand so I get a networking. Like it sometimes when you're forcing it, it it doesn't work. You know what I mean when it's genuine. A lot of time like being genuine. It works out in your favor, you know what I mean? If you're going into a career for, let me shake everybody's hand in here and tell them my name. Like, how many? Just a groupie at that point. How many? How many handshakes have they gotten all day? You know what I mean? Why are you, Why are you memorable and they're watching you walk around this whole thing trying to network with everybody? You know what I mean? Or now you got too many people trying to hit you up like about a job opportunity, but you're really just looking for a like a, a backup plan just in case you want a new job. You know what I mean? So. I feel like sometimes networking is pretty forced, but for me, networking is just any type of connection that you could think of that's memorable. Like other than a, like a, a stranger saying what's up down the street, like that's not networking to me. But if we have a genuine conversation, you know my name, I know your name, I know what you're into, you know what I'm into, that's a network to me. I, I don't I don't think too hard into what what's networking. Like if you took my number down, if you have my resume in your hand, you know everything I've ever done. Like that, I don't think that's what a network really is. To me, a network could just be like a, like a connection of any sort. Damn, bro. Have you ever gone to one of those events, like a networking event or anything like that? I'm like, oh, check out my shirts. That's yeah, you know? not no, 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 not like any fairs or anything like that. No, no hate to anybody that does any career fairs, but like when I think of networking events, other than like pop-up shops and stuff like that, like. That's just connecting with the people, like, in general. That type of network I'm definitely into. Like, I'm definitely looking forward to, like, being at events, having a table, having my stuff, stuff like that. But, like, when it comes to, like, fairs and, like, career fairs, like, I know a lot of that's, like, at our age when you come to, like, college, that's like, oh, there's a career fair this Friday. Like, everybody should be there, you know? I've never been to any of those type of things because I feel like when it comes to, like, career fairs at least those are people that are looking for like corporate office jobs and stuff like that like you're trying to you're like selling yourself to everybody that's in there like trying to get like a, a one job opportunity instead of like trying to look out for something that instead of looking out like I really want to work here you're like I'm gonna go to this fair and whoever hits me up with a good opportunity I'm going with whoever like you're like selling yourself to whoever's in there and I, I see that as like forced as well just that's not what I'm looking for like I got not saying that I'm gonna be where I'm at for my entirety but I'm good where I'm at I'm not looking to sit in an office at a bank like that's what a lot of these career fair opportunities and in my opinion that's what they got going on there but damn bro that's an hour ten that shit went by quick that leave very quick. That leave very quick. I want to um, ask y'all, where do y'all see this going, like in the future? Because I didn't even, I didn't get to um, like tap into what you guys had going into until Chris actually started posting. And this guy's a ghost on social media. So if you're if you're waiting for a you're waiting on any promotion from this guy. It's gonna be really hard. It's the same with me. I'm be posting shit. No, so the, when Chris posted, when I first got in tune with you guys, so I want to see like how far you guys are trying to like push this on to go. You want to go first? 
Shit, bro. Honestly, I'm gonna let you handle it, bro. As the PR lead, <laughs> yo, real shit. My newly assigned position. <laughs> Damn. For me, <laughs> today, <laughs> in my mind, like where I would like to see it go is we add more shows. Mm-hmm. We get maybe one or two people who are prioritizing editing and you know putting shit together because that's like the main issue that we're having right now like we got the ideas of things yeah, that we want to do we can't do it though because of the amount of labor because yeah, of the no. amount of time it takes it's like at the end of the day like we setbacks. also we gotta go to work yeah, you know, yeah we gotta you know, do shit hopefully one day we don't have to deal with yeah. the with the the main the main priority with the job but mm-hmm. we got you gotta deal with it as you gotta multitask as best as we can so yeah trying to come up with other shows and shit trying to market it more yeah. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, bro. When we talk about VJDC, right? Like where I'm thinking to it, like I'm thinking of just like Jersey, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Jersey on the map, like uh-huh. from artists to designers sure. to like, bro. You could be like a carpenter, bro. Mm-hmm. Like just have your yeah, own shit, but like Jersey, bro. Like real shit, just like real, authentic, genuine people that got a story to tell, bro. For real, because from every person that we've spoken to, like, be it, most of them are from our school, but we're planning to talk to, like, Anybody. artists, bro. Your reach. Exactly, Anybody. bro. And all those people, bro, I feel like, I feel like people have a story to tell. And that's the biggest thing, bro. Different, like you said, perspectives. Which is hard to get out nowadays. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that got a lot of great shit going on, but haven't had a platform to tell their story exactly Exactly, bro so that's that's one thing that i want to see more just like more homegrown love you know just like genuine just like yo like come on just rock with us we'll rock with you type type vibes i definitely can see that going i don't know if you got you guys are on instagram and youtube for sure i think are you guys on tiktok too uh not not kind of yes and no yes let me tell you that's the that's the spot like that if you ever want something to get to reach outside of people from like a repost like forever you you have on like a repost is gonna get you reach up to right here but like a place like tiktok is gonna get you a random ass reach like anyone from up in jersey to down in cali like Mm -hmm. it's so random tiktok so random and that's like a like a pro of how random it is like anyone can tap into your shit exactly. not just your boys 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 cousin type shit yeah. like, it's just like the algorithm spreads yeah, i was i was against it too you know what i mean at first i'm like oh, like that shit's corny you know what i mean <laughs> some childish shit. yeah some childish shit but like Man, i and we just hating on tiktok i started my um my my page on there for my brand and then mm-hmm. that shit just started like rolling like on my personal one that probably get like 80 views on a on a or whatever i'm not a pro either i only got a couple stuff up you know what i mean but just in the couple stuff i have up i see like the opportunity you know what i mean so when i started posting for my brand at least like the views numbers from my personal page to that went from like 80 on my personal page like my brand one's getting like 800 900 thousand views like and all you need is like one more person to tap in to change shit up you know what i mean like just one extra person at a time like it's a slow grind you guys know like yeah. all this shit is a slow grind a slow but like grind, anything that could exaggerate your reach like that is definitely something i should tap into 
definitely tap, try to tap into it. I know y'all probably got a lot on y'all plate right now, but whenever y'all do get the chance, like these little clips that you be posting on your story, you guys, uh, the page you be posting on your story, just instead of, not instead, but adding, like you, you add it to your story on IG, take that same clip, copy and paste it, throw it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, happens, but what it take you, like 15 seconds, you just post it on Instagram. Just click on the next app and post the same clip. You know what I mean? Yeah. It only costs you 15 seconds, but it could really like yeah. get shit jumping. Like it could really get shit jumping. I've had people coming on my TikTok like, "Yo, where's this brand from? When's your next drop?" Like strangers that I've never seen Word. a day in my life type shit. So that if that's a little gem, if you want to take your tip, whatever. But the same time it takes you to post something on Instagram, take that same couple times, throw that shit on TikTok, just see where it goes. You know what I mean? Yo, as a as an interesting final note, just out of curiosity, bro, like I'm sure you get analytics from people from your website mm-hmm. as to where people buy. Yeah. Well, what's one of like the most surprising places that you see someone copy your your clothing? The analytics part is actually really funny because you get to see like it breaks down everything that you yeah. could think of. So probably the most interesting, it maybe not like location of where they got myself from but like where they found me at like i've seen like people find my link through like facebook like shit like that i don't really post i don't post on facebook you know what i mean but like you'll see um how many people visited your page and where they got your link from so most people get it from instagram or they'll get it from um tiktok but then you see like the couple people that got it from Facebook. I'm like, that's probably like my mom or something like that. Yeah, like, some shit like that. But the another funny part with the analytics, I would say, is like you'll see how many people like put your shit in their cart and then see how much the total comes out to. And then they're like, like nah. Like, yeah, like maybe maybe next week and by the that's time they, and by the time I didn't know it was like that either yeah, but like, you got abandoned carts abandoned carts like it'll tell you exactly how many abandoned carts there are and sometimes it'll even tell you like where it's coming from you know what I mean so you're like damn I guess I guess he he, he didn't <laughs> fuck with me as much as Chris abandoned cart you know what I mean but shit like little analytics like that is definitely right. for sure like though it's not, but there's no hate to anybody. Like, if you click on my website, like, that's automatically, like, pushing my shit. Like, you don't even got to buy none. Liking a, liking a post of mine, sharing a post of mine, commenting, opening my website, that's all love. Like, I don't need anyone's, I don't need anyone's money, you know what I mean? I appreciate anyone that fucks with my brand and orders, but I, I appreciate anyone that, like, opens my shit, supports my shit. I, I got no slander on anybody that abandons their carts. I don't want anybody to think I got any any slander on those that abandon your carts. You know what I mean? But like by the time they come back around trying to unabandon their car like it's sold out. So Damn. I definitely that's that's like the last little note I want to throw in. Like I don't want my shit to be accessible accessible for everybody. Like if it's sold out, sold out. You know what I mean? I'm not here to make a thousand pairs of everything just because I want the money like I want my shit to be a little bit hard to get, you know. Right, right, right. Just I feel like that's a little cool aspect. Like some people ask you, "Yo, let me get it sold out." All right. You know what I mean? Damn. Maybe next time, bro. Maybe next time. But yeah, shit. Thank you for coming out, bro. Appreciate the camera it. just died, so we ended it right on time. Yeah, perfect timing. <laughs> perfect. When's the next drop coming out? Shout out your Instagram, socials, all that. So my socials on Instagram is gonna be Survival of the Littest Brand. You can find that on Instagram. I got. Any 
updates, you'll definitely get that on my Instagram. But these shorts that I just showed off today should be like July 28th. That's that's the goal. So by the end of the month, I'm done with this drop. You know what I mean? And then August, we on to the next one. You know what I mean? And then TikTok, Survival of the Letters brand. Everything Survival of the Letters brand. Shit, bro. Shout out to Steve for popping out, bro. Shout out to Survival of the Letters. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get you on the next one. Peace.